0: Hey, the Gammer listeners, before we get started, I wanted to apologize for the audio. I was trying out a new software for streaming live video on the YouTube and it didn't quite work out like I wanted it to. So we had to revert back to Zoom. So some of the settings were messed up and um, I'm going to try to fix those in post here, but I want to apologize for it. And also we didn't get to have this, uh speak pipe question. Again, the settings were messed up and I could not figure it out while we were in the episode. So I apologize for that. We'll get it all figured out for the next episode. Other than that, Fun times with me, Robert, and Eric. Here you go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Disc Golf Answer Man. I'm Bobby Cool, Daddy Slick Breeze. We're back with our regular Disc Golf Answer Man episode with the amazing... Robert McCall, and the sub-average Eric... Oh, wait. I didn't mean it. Though. Ah, sucks. Ah!
1: What? <laughs> yeah, wow, now, he's, now he's paying attention. Average. Now hey, he's paying attention. <laughs> I, <laughs> no.
0: Whatever. Amazing uh, Robert McCall and amazing yes. Eric Oakley, of course. So, uh, we were trying a new software to do video streaming, and it didn't quite work out. It looked very pretty, but it was very... R- such a resource hog that I had to have some setting incorrect. So I'm going to have to go back and do some more. I had it well. I thought I had it figured out. And then I screwed something up. And then I figured it out. And then we went live, and it was like real choppy. So I apologize to uh, those people that have uh, saw that. But we're working on it to bring you a better disc golf answer man show. Um. We don't have a lot of questions, but we're going to do a lot of talking about different things going on. But first, it's been, what, two weeks since we did a show together. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, at least maybe three.
2: We did a show together, Bobby, but.
1: oh Yeah. Three weeks
0: for me then. Yeah. So what all, what's been up? What's the latest? What's the scoop?
2: I went to the Dominican Republic.
0: How did that go? Sick. Yeah. What'd you guys do there?
2: It was fun. We did a all-inclusive resort place and then uh went to a coffee farm, did some really fun stuff and just kind of enjoyed a nice vacation. It was really awesome. Tina's amazing and pretty pretty amazing person to spend a full week with in a beautiful place. So it was really cool. And we're opening up the door to a lot more opportunities to travel uh for vacation and relaxation, you know, as we've come up and Tina's business is doing well my stuff is allowing us to to transition uh, in in positive ways as well so it's just been it's been awesome so I'm, uh, nice. I'm stoked so was it- I finally got to go throw frisbees today and I got a bunch of stuff that I've been testing out and I finally you know put in some newer stuff that I hadn't thrown much. And I went out and threw today with Paige Pierce and it was amazing. I like, I like, I was thinking we could do, we could do like much right now, dude. Oh my God. I love it.
0: I was thinking we could do a short segment (laughs) on the show of what's Eric Oakley throwing today. And it could be just um, a couple Uh, of discs that you've been uh, testing out. And what are your thoughts? Like brand new discs that you just started testing out. So
2: I I will definitely do that. But let's hear from Robert. Yeah. And then I can talk about discs for, an absurd amount of time
1: (laughs) yeah no i have i have a lot of updates life changes um how's your butt yeah (laughs) so how's that hey how's that how's that that? um no i things are good for us we went to uh thanksgiving hung with our family some uh oh shane i on on the note of doing something like fancy Shay and I went to a restaurant in Austin last night with uh, one of her friends uh and her boyfriend called Uchi. Okay. Um, have you have you heard of this restaurant?
0: No, I have mm-hmm. not. I thought I
2: thought her boyfriend was named Uchi.
1: No, 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 no. Uh no. Uh the restaurant <laughs> is called Uchi and it was incredible. Did you have to it's wear a, Gucci? Did uh, you wear
0: Gucci at Uchi?
1: You did not, but oh. this girl's boyfriend was wearing gucci shoes oh, okay. so that's something uh but no it was it was unbelievable it was a sushi restaurant um and we did the chef's tasting which Ooh. was a 10 course i love meal. i want to do one of those and they just dude, they just bring out what they want to and everything i didn't have a bad bite last night it was not zero dollars it was very many dollars <laughs> oh yeah they're, those uh, things are expensive yeah Yes, but it's Shay's birthday month. You know, we, we do like a treat. We do a treat yourself birthday month. Treat <laughs>
0: yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. So uh, we we did that, and it was awesome. I, I, um, la- I laugh because I yeah, learned we about just some pickleball. I learned about birthday month oh, right. when I when I lived with Robert you lived with us. Yeah. So that's why I laughed. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, the we whole take, month.
1: We take birthday month seriously. Yes, you do. Yes, it's, they it's do.
2: always good to not just be like, oh, this is the only day. Too right. bad. We all, oh, we just couldn't do this because of whatever. But it's like, no, it's like making more of an effort to like get other cool things in as well. Because why not? Yeah. It's two birthday. months out of the year for one for you, one for them. Like that's, that's the right way.
1: Yeah. So that was awesome. And, uh, yeah, we're just chilling, playing, playing some pickleball. That's been fun. So, nice. yes, yeah, we're chilling.
0: So, do now, okay, but I don't remember during your birthday month, is it like you can do no wrong? Can you like, like, break a plate and go it's my birthday month and then you're like all's forgiven type no, thing Uh-oh.
1: birthday month rules really apply to buying things ah, i got gotcha. for yourself or like doing something that you wouldn't normally
0: do so um what's the craziest thing you so- or Shay have done in your birthday month that it was like borderline like if it wasn't your birthday no, month, crazy. Oh, okay. Well, that's no fun. Yeah, we
1: don't go crazy, but but I mean, the, last night would probably be the the biggest thing so far. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's more money than I've spent on food ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, normally it's just like, hey, I I bought an extra pair of shoes. Yeah. You know, or I went shopping and there's these, there's these two shirts I like. Would we'll just be like, well, it's birthday month. You just get both of them, right? So, nice. yeah, stuff, stuff like that. It's not very excessive. I got you. Okay, cool.
2: I like, it.
1: Yeah, and, uh, I mean, and when you're rolling in the trash money, lab, you, you just hey have to. Yo. I'm joking.
2: I'm joking. Robertson I just won I mean, say trash were, they, were they? I like dirty money. Found, would you find some money behind some toilet, or is uh, that
1: dude? Yes, yeah. That's and that that's how I got paid.
2: <laughs> we all right. together. <laughs> 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 that's so that bad in his church right yeah that
1: that's,
0: where, that's why it? i said that yeah. 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 Uh, whoops. Uh, whoops oh man all right anyway, so no, let, no, let's no, move, let's move on before we offend more people um so what are right, what is eric throwing? yeah what what discs <laughs> give me just two discs that eric oakley is try been trying out that you're really liking or no, not, not so even two, though you're really liking just what you're trying out.
2: Uh, the two that I put time in with today were both from ThoughtSpace Athletics um, mm. who uh, they are molded by MVP uh, so but they aren't the um, overmold. So uh, one of them is the Pathfinder to mid-range, very similar to a Buzz or an Emac Truth. Uh I really like it as a as a mid-range goes. It uh, I think currently the buzz that I've been throwing is on the overstable side. And I was running into issues where I'm like, dang, this is like kind of beefy. And I like that, but it might be for a different shot. Yeah, but then I threw these and I was I was getting this nice like easy flip up or just holding a hyzer the whole way. And once I understood like the first two throws I had head with it were into a headwind. So it kind of like over, but I threw it as hard as I could baby hyzer. And I was like, yeah, it's like, it's a mid range into a headwind. It's like most mids won't hold up into that kind of uh right. kind of shot. Um,
1: right. and, and a buzz is not, it, it's not going to move up on you out of the box, brand new, yeah. unless it's like just an understable run. Yeah. It, it's not going to flip up. It's just going to hold whatever you put on it.
2: Totally. and I yeah. I didn't know that because this is like yeah. the first buzz I've thrown. Right. But the Pathfinder reminds me a lot more of what I'm wanting, like the buzz for a lot of shots, like a lot of wood shots, yeah. where the, the buzz is actually really good as like a disc in the open air. If it's like on an open course, like it feels a little better because it's more stable. So I can, sure. I can miss and it. It's like, no, I got you. I'm Yeah, that's I that's got it. you. But I think once I start to figure out the Pathfinder, it's going to be a, a, a mid that I'm going to really like. There's a hole at uh, the course I was at today where it's, it's usually just a stock sidearm, just kind of pump a sidearm straight, let it fade, skips over towards the basket. And I uh, decided to throw the turnover line, just basically the same shot, but threw it with this Pathfinder that is decently stable. And I just trusted it on Anheuser and letting it kind of pull itself back to flat and it, you know, was never burning over, never had a chance to burn and roll, didn't break out of it super soon, and didn't even like it held the line really nice. that's exactly what I'm looking for in a mid-range. And especially if I get that out of the box, plus I can get uh, you know, there's gonna be different runs that uh uh season in. So it's like as clone, I, I am super behind it and easy glide and it flies like a mid too, which I also like, which um I think we've had a lot of I've thrown a lot of mids in the past that fly more like fairway drivers and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but i like having a mid do mid things. If that yeah. makes sense. Um, and then the thought space athletics mantra was the other disc that I was throwing, which is an understable fairway driver. It feels like a nine speed, probably in a similar realm to like a Valkyrie, maybe a little less than a Valkyrie. And mm. I, it was Immediately, I was like, yep, I threw it once, got it to roll. And it was exactly what I was looking for as a understable option uh, to my bag. Plus, I threw a couple like touchy sidearms um, and just threw some easy stock, like just 60% Heiser sidearm. And they went forever with no effort. So it's like the mantra is, is definitely going to make the bag as uh my roller kind of utility a little disc um and I'm going to try it out when I go to the woods to try to play a couple more like flippier shots to see if I actually like it on some backhand shots uh plus and then I think the Pathfinder has a really good shot to and I think it's going to be uh at least one of the mids that I bag if not the mid that I lean on the most uh, just because I really like that so that was one day's worth of throwing but how they feel in the hand and how they release and how they are already flying, hypes me up a ton.
0: Thought nice. space awesome. athletics. I got to admit I yeah. hadn't heard of them until recently. Well, they have do you know the story the behind stamps
2: them in the game? Well, I'm looking at their uh, website. I'm looking at
0: their apparel stuff and it looks pretty, pretty darn cool.
2: Uh, they're mm. a, a more on the artistic side of things. And it's why uh, I was so excited to see their brands and uh, you know, try them out is they are aesthetically pleasing uh you can you can, can kind of do a lot with it and uh i don't know our, our art is something that i think is lost in a lot of a lot of companies who are trying to be in big box stores and different things like that because if you walk up you wouldn't know what that disc is in a lot of cases if it's a thought space athletics but thought space athletics i think is more for the uh your everyday disc golfer who's looking for something cool uh yeah, they, they do a lot of triple foil stamping as well, which is, you know, creates a, a really cool um, option. Plus, they are uh, how they do things from what I understand is when they run a, uh, a stamp, it is one and done kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So cool. you're not going to see that product again. Uh, with that same stamp on it so that's a, another cool concept that allows for uh, some really really cool stuff to kind of yeah. roll out so it's, i'm i've been really enjoying it i've been chatting a lot with them um uh we have you know there's hopefully some opportunities on the horizon but we'll, you know nothing nothing set in stone just yet yeah
0: that's cool though see uh, new brands and different brands come into the thought space. <laughs> oh, sorry. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bad, I know. All right, so, let's we do have a couple questions. Let's see if we can get a couple questions in. This one's from uh, Caleb. Uh, he says the off-season is killing me. Can you recommend any coverage from the last few years? Oh, he wants it with DD players that I should watch. Bonus if their player is a lefty. Well, I mean, you got to go to the no, Chris, Zach Clemens. Mountain, Zach Zach Mountain. Mountain Chris Clemens, Jack <laughs> yeah. and Chris Yeah. that's your lefties <laughs> right there. So, but other than just DD, what are some, what's some, if you were like telling someone like, if you haven't seen this coverage, watch it, or if you have seen this coverage, watch it again. I got this one. Go yeah. for it.
2: For the old guard of people, go find the, uh, the channel Nonstop Disc Golf. And that is where you will see baby Paul Macbeth. You'll see Will Shustrick in his prime, mm. Dave Felber, Caleb, Caleb is out yeah. shredding, Devin Owens, great lefty player. You'll see some shots. Philo, Ken Climo, Paul Eulabari, Avery Jenkins, Nate Doss, Steve Rico, Steve Brinster. Um, one of the best ones is the uh, Beaver State fling where uh, – kale and uh tim Skallinger battle it out and he sometimes puts some music over it which kind of makes it more like a skate video if you ever watch skateboarding videos back in the day where they had this it was more highlights of a round rather than a full round coverage it's different from what you're probably used to but it is a it is a gem on youtube it's, it's awesome it's, it's really well cool. worth watching um, to and also to get to see how in two things in two uh, twofold how big disc golf has gotten and also how similar it still is, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. okay. Do
2: you know what I'm saying? Like the shots yeah. you see people throwing outside of you see less forehands, but right. the most of the shots you see people throwing, especially at beaver state fling, that's, those are the shot. same shots that Eagle is throwing. Those are the same shots that you know the, all the high-level players are throwing. Everybody's doing the same things and scoring similarly. I don't know if it, it might have been hotter some years and might have been less, but it all you know weather dependent is a big factor. But um, again, what is possible with a disc? has been kind of, re- as we've, we reached that point a while back, we're not really seeing people do much more with it uh, than when, what was done. And this is 2012. So nine years ago, I think is when all all this kind of rolling out. So it's again, before the boom, before a lot of people, um, uh, you've really seen out there golfing. So there's some, it's awesome. Just go watch it.
1: Um, I'll recommend a channel to you. That if you haven't watched stuff from this, I think that you'll be impressed because this this channel was doing what Jomez did before Jomez did it. They just made beautiful coverage, and it's a European channel called TGM8. Yes, you you probably won't know the players on there by and large, but they did a great job. Go watch. It's just it's. Beautiful, even yeah, before really high quality stuff was in disc golf, they were doing high quality stuff, yeah. I uh, that. So, you know, if you've kept up with approach for the last couple years, there's some really great tournaments that you can go watch, of course. Shit, uh, any but, of them, yeah, yeah. But yeah, go back, go go look at LCGM8, like the number eight. Um, I think they're a cool channel.
2: Oh, uh, if you're interested in a go watch. Tamu Nissinen out of Finland. Um, of form. He, he so was on, fear. he was on, I know I was on one with him at TUNY, T-Y-Y and I, um, if that, whoever's listening wants to go check out he, and he threw a lot of, he was with Latitude 64 at the time. So um, one of the best, he is one of the best throwers of a disc in the game, Period. hands down. And I say that, and but if you watch him throw, it's immaculate. But now mm-hmm. if we put him inside if we put him on the green that's when that's when the not, equalization happens. Not the best happens. putter. <laughs> well, uh, I hope he hears this.
1: Incredible thrower though. Yeah. Incredible thrower. He's like so, still a good putter. Yeah. But, but yeah, not like not an elite putter.
2: If he if he putted if he put at an elite level like he would have there's a chance he could have mm-hmm. easily won many many tournaments uh like top level tournaments of i'm talking european majors come over and won some some american tournaments as well like he's at he's at that level of throwing the disc but uh he's and you know he yeah it's it's a different uh it's a different game when uh even whenever like if you say he's putting every shot within 40 feet it's great you know not everybody makes all their foot 40 footers so like it's to that level as well where he is always going to have a look. So his putting might look worse because he's always putting on every basket. He smashes discs and just makes it look so easy.
0: I'm going to take this opportunity to go ahead and be the one that corrects your pronunciation. Um, Eric Oakley, because it's be not. On. No, Eric oh. Oakley, because we, me and Robert learned this when we visited, is that when there's two vowels <laughs> right next to each other, it's not in a long ding, sound ding. like demu, it's D, M, M. So you got to like almost De-ma. almost stutter. Yeah, there's, like, there's
1: like a baby. There's like, like a yeah. baby
0: pop. Yeah. yeah. De- 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 it'd be like, damn. Damn. Yeah, Whatever. So it's I will bask in this yeah. right now. Let Not me back. I'm just going to bask in it in a little bit. I got to correct somebody's pronunciation.
1: And also it's.
0: Tini. 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 Anyway. All right. So we got another question. This was a long one. Here we go. This is from Tim. It seems like when pros get the opportunity to build a mixed bag, they default to Discraft, Innova, and Discmania. Eric. It's awesome to see that you're giving the Berg a try, but will you give other small brands like RPM, Mint, Streamline, Thought Space, or even Catablast Discs a try? I'm sorry, Castablast. It would be That's really cool to see a pro move past the easy defaults and try something different that might surprise them, even if it's just for a video series of exploring lesser-known brands, lesser-thrown brands, and t- talking how they stack up to the established defaults. We've already talked about your the Thought Space stuff you're trying out, so... There's that yeah. uh,
2: I actually received a package today uh, from Mint uh, to try out some of their stuff. I've heard really good things. Um, I am actually very much liking the berg. I don't know when I threw FMX x, I think it was what it was from Castaplast, and it didn't do anything that uh, like an emperor destroyer type of disk was would argue. So it was like, okay, I think I'm going to lean on that because it's a more proven disc. Even though I know that if I were to need a disc in a pinch, I can mix and it'd be and it'd be exactly what I'm looking for. Which, if you haven't, I think it feels better in the hand for if you have smaller hands, the Grimex feels better than a Destroyer or an Emperor would or a Raider or a Force or a Zeus to, to kind of hit a lot of them, it, it feels better in the hand. So that's something that um, I could see people trying. I'm looking over at these boxes over here. Um, I did grab some MVP, which I guess isn't one of those smaller brands. I did grab some, uh, some RPM. I even grabbed some brands that you probably haven't even heard of that I'm going to be... Um, what? uh, well, just because they're, they're on the smaller side. Um, like there were brands that I hadn't even heard of when I was picking discs when I was, when I was in Utah. So, um, mint is definitely going to get uh, some testing and, and, and get some options. I'm going to have a more open conversation with them, um, in regards to other discs they plan on uh, producing in the future, what their, their goals are, because they are a great company that I think, um, uh, can do some really cool stuff. And, and I'll be I'll be brutally honest uh, to to any small company is that I don't want to grab a disc from a company and say I'm throwing this now <coughs> and then not actually throw it. Does that make sense? It's like that seems yeah. disingenuine. It doesn't actually play into it. Like if I'm going to put my name behind a disc, I want to be beh- like behind it completely. And yeah, like it's and-
1: actually making it.
2: Yes, so that's that's a part of it. Um, I did have RPM. I think there's a box coming from New Zealand on its way here. So that once that one gets here, I'll be test. I'll be putting those uh, those discs. Um, uh, I grabbed a Pika Pika from RPM that I'm going to be putting up to test with the Mantra as that understable um, roller type disc. And if you know if it ends up rolling better, then there's it's a a very good option uh, to to fill it out. But there's I have. I have a couple other ones and I could not name them because the names of all the RPM discs are in, um, <laughs> but uh, that, yeah, I I definitely see myself trying out more of these smaller brands. I was actually, when I was talking with Paige about it today, it's a coolest part about all of this is that you don't need to have, take for instance, a buzz and then a beat up buzz and then another beat up, a, a more beat up buzz. Other buzz. Like I don't need that necessarily in my bag. Like I can have a buzz that's brand new is that overstable one that I'm I'm using, a couple of Pathfinders, then uh um an Anubis and then a claymore and a justice. And then it's like I have this more diversified mm-hmm. mid-range lineup, which isn't how I've usually played, but why not try that? Because obviously what we hit a plateau. So let's try things that take us past that and we need, and we need to break uh, some of our own uh, molds, uh, if you will, of what we've always done, where I've always been limit the molds and have a key in a lot of certain molds and uh, break them in. So now I can go a different direction where I have a lot of molds and uh, that are diversified. So I have very specific shots that serve can handle and I have a bigger bag and we'll see if that works. So who knows? It's cool. I could go the end of the year and I could have a very small bag. I could have my shift from upper park and you know only have 12 discs in there and just shred, but we'll see. We'll see. time will tell.
0: Yep. That's cool. Absolutely. All right. So another thing we got going on is I looked at the ulti world. They have their sponsorship tracker, disc off player sponsorship tracker, and it has grown quite a bit since the last time we talked about it. Um, some people staying where they're at. I guess the if you guys are looking at it, is there any big surprises? I mean, I, I'm not surprised that Michael Johansson sticking with Discraft, Greg Barsby sticking with Innova, uh, Maddie Robert O. Allen
2: to huh? Infinite is awesome. Let's yes. Go. I'm somewhat biased, but I, I, great kid, very promising future. And uh, now he gets to, open the door to a lot of different companies. So is there,
0: can we talk on Matt Bell leaving DGA or DGA Mm -hmm. without bashing only because I saw him post something or somebody post something where it was like, it felt like it was like a little controversy. I just like saying that like that. No, but I mean, it just felt like there was something off uh, of him leaving. So I don't know that we can speak on that.
1: I, I mean, I don't have any expertise on it, but i I'm pretty sure that yeah, it says on on the um, on the sponsorship tracker it says early termination. if I remember correctly, he had either just signed or recently signed like a a decent extension with Dga um, or something like that and then just said like I'm not doing that anymore. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know where he's going or what's up with it, but yeah, that's all I know about
2: it. I I would think a factor with a small company like DGA being um, where they are as a company um, is it's got to be difficult to get Mm disks. DGA disks are not one of Discraft's priorities at the moment because Discraft machines, uh, Discraft disks are just so fast that I could see it being it being more on a production side issue of Matt wants more opportunity, and it's not it's not able to be done because DGA is not in charge of their own production schedule. No. And I, I I say this out of pure speculation, and it's not a bash at Discraft or DGA. It's just sometimes how it is in the world of disc golf right now, and soon there will be a point where there will be the world will be flushed with dga plash plastic which will be awesome and because they do have a lot of really good molds um out there but you know i think um i think that that's just kind of what we might be seeing is that matt feels like he's earned maybe more mm-hmm. and wants to go pursue that to be with a company that can you know just step up to the plate and and deliver so that's yeah, i think that that's that would be where my brain bleed and again, it's not a problem of it's not a problem of the companies not being good enough. it's just simply because the demand is still so high that these things just fall through the cracks like, yeah, that's I, interesting. I guess I could yeah I'll I'll, I'll stop myself so yeah
1: um, I don't know if I don't know if we talked about Gavin last time. But Gavin Gavin Rathman, he's going from Discmania to DD. Yep. Uh, he had been sponsored by Latitude Sixty Four before, so it's not going to be a totally new shift for him. He's um,
2: a good I kid mean, too, man. Yeah, he really, really is. And
1: he, uh, maybe we did talk about this because I think we had this conversation. An elite distance guy
2: throws oh, yeah. the
1: disc so far. He's um,
2: he's gonna do he's gonna do good things in disc golf, no matter who he was with. So it's uh it's a it's a cool thing to see
1: yeah one one other on here that we, i know we haven't talked about that we haven't talked about is matt orem going from prodigy to west side discs um yeah. cool one for matt uh matt was that was on latitude it was bit, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's right so once again not a new bag um but I'm, I'm gonna say something and like look y'all can tell me if it was the dumb thing to say but i'm just i'm gonna say what my opinion is because whatever. So Prodigy announces that Matt is leaving the team. Okay. And in their posts say something about, we wish him the best with West side discs. And then a lot of people are yeah, yeah. like, well, you know, they, they were just showing their, you know, 100% support or whatever. No, they weren't. That was on purpose. And like, look, if you wrote this at Prodigy and you happen to be listening to this, I'd love to have a conversation about this. But I thought that was a little bit, not the best move. Um, yeah. You know, the, the the company who's getting the player always gets to do something cool. You know, like we want to announce it, we want to hype people up, and you kind of take the wind out of their sales when you just do it. Um, and so, once again, my opinion didn't think it was the best move. Not my. You, you can do what I you want to do, but I think it's I think.
2: in disc golf that's the that's the common thing you yeah, see
1: I, i'm not saying that's across sports because it's yes. different across sports yes but but yeah and i don't know man i i think in disc golf it's I, I don't think it was the best move that's all that's all i'll say about it so you yeah. think it was purposely it was as a
0: as a as a hit yes, toward matt? like no, no not
1: toward matt i think it was just here's the last chip that we hold uh-oh. we know that matt is going somewhere we just want to play it what would be that what would I mean, they gain it takes the wind out of west side what well, it takes the wind out of the like the momentum of west side sales or not sales yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. take the
1: wind out of the sales right um mm, i can see yeah, that i yeah. mean yeah. Mm. i i do it's intentional i honestly not that that big of a deal but You're right if i was if i was writing something like that well I, i'll give you an example when page left dd to go to uh discraft i didn't say anything about discraft yeah we 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 let them make that dis- that call, you know? So, I don't
0: know. That's all. I got you. I got you. Um, so, there is some rumors going around with Kona and Ricky Waisaki going to DD. So, obviously, nothing official has been huh. announced. So, um, we'll have to see about that. That'll be it's a all, big...
2: That's all the rumor mill at this point. Yeah. But, I was going
0: to say, that's new to me.
2: I think there's just so much out there that we'll never really understand because i have i have been a part of conversations and talked with players where they feel one day it's like yep 100 percent with this company let's go and then somebody steps up and changes the tone yeah. and then it kind of it's all it's 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 kind of interesting how it all plays out and I, this has come from my own personal spot where there are plenty of times where i thought i was going to a different company or or different things so it's um i until ink is on paper. Like we can only think of all of this as speculation. And, uh, you know, I think that there's probably a lot of it that we might not hear about until January 1st or 2nd because of contracts. being, for sure. You know, maybe being signed from, you know, January 1st through December 31st type of thing. So, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. All right. And then else, Mm -hmm. what else we got? We got, uh, do, 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 do. Okay, you guys talk about all the discs that you're that we just got approved. Looks like we have a lot of discs being approved while I figure this out.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I I didn't have that pulled up, Eric. If you've got it,
2: uh, it's just on the front page, real quick. Uh, the new MD1 from Dismania looks absurd. I watched uh, Simon throw it a bunch popcorn flash discs, uh, glory, <laughs> which will be a new that clash is disc a in second
1: hilarious race. name.
2: I got Glory, which is for Lata 264 the line disc, uh, D2 from Prodigy, D2 Pro from Prodigy, which I threw one of the D1s, one of the new D1s from Prodigy. Um, Thomas Gilbert had it while he was here. Super good. Very overstable. Uh-oh. And actually, like, what a D1 I feel like was supposed to be like. Good luck. Good luck with that. Borium from Loft Discs. Here we go mint from clash discs may from clash discs and berry from clash discs so they are very much diving into the food market (laughs) i am i feel like i really want to get some of these and and check them out
1: especially Uh, you have to you have to at least try a mango
2: oh for sure that's the one i want to most let me see if it's oh my god it's a mid-range Let's go. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, uh, there's, I know Innova's come out with a couple recently: the Zero, the Animal, and different things like that. So it's cool to see. It's, I mean, it's a great time. And I, the, uh, one of the craziest parts is like a lot of these discs might get run and never be run again, which is right. it happens. But it's worth trying because everybody will make that. You know, go to fairway or mid
1: for sure. Yeah. And uh, to to the credit of these companies that are releasing these, if I'm a disc golf company right now, I would like to keep my shelves stocked with old tried and true favorites. But you know what sells new discs? Oh yeah, everybody loves new discs. And so, like as a consumer, you know, if I was really upset that I couldn't get something,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: yeah, I, I'm upset. But from the company standpoint. Dude, put out every new disc that you can because you know it's going to do well. Totally, totally. So, yeah. Anyway,
2: market it too. It gets big. Yeah.
1: 100 percent. Yeah.
2: Mango. Mango tastes like mango.
1: Yeah, I'm curious about the Borium. That's the loft discs is the company that put out that hydrogen putter, like the no fade putter. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I'm curious to see what that driver is like. Yeah, it's
2: considered a 14 speed, so I know they were probably trying to make destroyer boss, you know, variant, but who knows, nuke, maybe even if it's that fast. Nuke. Okay, well, uh, at the 10th annual Chain Hawk Open, Thomas Gilbert uh, beat the field by three. Big, big ups to him. Really solid field of Johnny McCray, Calvin Heinberg, Noah Five Ash, Corey Ellis, Casey White, AJ Carey, GG, his brother. Uh, great players in the field. Yeah, I'd love to see win. it. Oh, my boy, Cole Wareheim. Sup? Way to go. Splash, splash. Jessica Weiss edged out Deanne Carey in a playoff. Man, I think that's the second playoff uh, Deanne has lost, but it's showing she's right there, which is super, super cool. You'll love to see it. Uh Nick Newton took down the Arizona State Chips with Jen Allen within the the FPO side. Really cool. Um Jordan Castro at Austin Turner were some great players out there um getting after it. The ATX Open, I think was at Roy G, which is amazing. Um yeah, wrote, Tanner and McCartney. Anderson, right? Yeah. Tanner McCartney took that one down, even though despite his final round, not being his best, he played so hot in his first two rounds. It's just really cool to see, uh, Maria Aliva, um, taking down the FBO side. Show, what's up, Maria Masrilla? And then one that I thought was really cool was own Scoggins getting another win at the winter time open, but Brian vaggi who I met playing at the winter time or, uh, uh, one of, one of the tournaments, I think one of the tournaments that were at, um, over at the that course, but amazing human being. He's very he's like tried and true local. Really cool to see him get a win. He took it down by five, which was awesome to see. Playing some really good golf. 1025, 1048. Yeah, that's the way to go
0: win a tournament. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. Updates. Yeah. me try one other thing. Hold uh-huh. on. What's up, um, DGAM fam? This is Shay from Philly with a question for you guys, but first, I just want to give a thank you to Eric. Anything? To no. advice. Same. I same super Klingel. quiet. I, give I up. hear nothing. I give up. I give up on what the knife next out? week.
1: I'll do those rule changes real quick. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, the PDGA came out with a whole bunch of rule changes, like a lot. Um, but uh, shout out to Dixon Jowers. He has a podcast called On the Box with Dixon Jowers. Dixon Jowers. Um, <laughs> He, uh, he posted on uh, his group Facebook page about the ones that are um, specifically like most impactful. And um, yeah, I, I agree with him. I think these ones um, the excessive time one, I think is interesting. So they removed the language of the free of distractions from excessive time. Um, and that, that was abused by some people um, you know, like if they, if they're, getting close to 30 seconds they could like swat at something like there's a fly in their face or something like that and then reset not so much now it's just 30 seconds from when you approach your lie so hopefully that'll speed things up a little bit
0: yeah but are people going to say anything I don't think
2: this actually I don't think this solves any issues to be to no be no quite because they still
1: have you. to yeah I mean people still have to call it but but at least there's a at least there's a leg for them to stand on where they say oh well I got distracted well I don't care You know, at least least the rule is there.
2: I think again. I think where this continues to be an issue, especially on the pro scene, is we shouldn't be making these calls. This doesn't solve anything because we shouldn't be making these calls. This, yes, and I understand that this book is is set out to blanket all disc golf, right? Right, and that makes sense. But if we're being honest, what? All right. Okay, let's get real. Let's go. What other professional organization is having to having to think about amateur level rules when making rules for the professional side of the sport? Does the NBA think, "Oh, if we have the shot clock rule at 24 seconds or the three-point line out to this distance, it can impact the Sunday League basketball that's happening at the YMCA, they don't care if okay. the, that YMCA wants to adopt. They can, but when the NBA is creating their rules, they are only thinking about the game at the highest level. Same for hockey. Same for football. Same for soccer. Same for these. Okay. So that's okay. that's I think one issue that we're having is that this should be this should be yes. You have thirty seconds, and the if if you exceed it, a marshal will call you. And a and Marshall can be called in by your card mates to watch your time. Like those types of things are what we should be pushing towards. Mm. And obviously, again, I, I, I say this as this is not the PDJ doing anything wrong because it is necessary for them at this current state to blanket everything. So that is fine. But this doesn't solve any issues on the pro tour simply because... Like we all feel we're all on the same page that we think it is very dumb that we um, that we have to call each other. It just doesn't it doesn't right. feel right because it's not it, it is completely distracting from me playing the course. It's it's uh, it's pretty. It, yeah. Well, you sure. My
1: point. Yeah. I mean, the, pra- the, the, the problem is the practicality of it. Right. Like that you have to have the exact same number of marshals as you do groups certified by the way they, mm-hmm. they can't just be a, a volunteer like for UDIS scoring which yeah. by the way shout out you volunteers thank you for doing that yeah um, absolutely. so yeah i mean uh, in, in an ideal world of course there's there's a marshal with every card but
2: yeah uh, and that's something it seems to be with every card it could be every hole every couple holes so they can be called in when a rule needs to be done hmm. or when it needs to be uh, understood. And I, I, I thought about it. It's like, okay, what if it's every three holes, but sometimes three set of three holes are vastly far farther apart, right. but okay. What every two holes are, then you're down to it's nine people need it, but they need to be there all weekend. And right. they, it needs to be somewhat of a paid gig and they need to understand the rules. But what happens if it's the same person calling the rules is that the if you have one person monitoring hole two and the ob is you know is confusing right he makes the call he's making the call for every card the same exact way now Mm -hmm. it feels more like everybody is playing on the same page because what happens right now is you know me and you are on a card feeling good oh yeah i think you went out up here It's all it's all fine like and yeah you'll take your lie this way or whatever cool awesome we get that but you could be i could be on a card with bobby and he's like no i actually think you went down a little bit farther from what we from where i see your disc like it's we end up with two different interpretations of an ob OB call and that can happen round to round that can happen card to card it's it's there's not enough consistency uh, in, in those rules so yeah i i it's hard because I understand the hurdles it is asking for simply because we need a lot of people to, to make these calls and do these things. And if we had all, and you knew that, all right, Marshall on holes one and two uh, called player a on a uh, time violation, it's marked on the card. Cool. You go to holes six and seven, you know, player a is then called on a time violation again it's now no longer a warning. It's now a stroke. It's, it's, it's the second violation type of thing yeah. because you can go like time violation, mark it on a card, the two time violations on a card, they know it's a penalty stroke. Mm-hmm. So it it allows, so that's how you would interpret that. And again, it just, yeah, it just puts us, it puts us in this weird spot where, Okay, let's get back to more of the rules, but put us uh, in this weird sure. spot because we <laughs> right. need we, this, these aren't actual changes. Yes, it helps, but I don't like what they said of um, it says second, it allows more um, no, it doesn't say that. It says eliminates free of distraction language with broad uh, unenforceable on the, the time, the free of distractions it made it feel like it was unenforceable it's definitely enforceable but still it doesn't like you're not helping us by creating more avenues to create marshals and and ways for us to not have to call it that would yeah. be making things more enforceable yeah. than this let's go sorry so what do you got
0: next yeah. for the rules
1: um i don't know if y'all saw the new uh ob but it's Different than in years past, it used to be. You took a meter in perpendicular from where the disc went out of bounds. Right. Um, Now you can take a meter relief anywhere, like a a meter relief in any any direction. Yeah, in any direction. Mm. So even if that's closer to the basket, you can take that. Um, Yeah, which is interesting. I don't don't know if that was broken, but I don't think it's a bad change. The only thing that I can think of is that there might be people who could – take advantage of that but if everyone has the same option then yep like that yeah what are you gonna do does it give a reason why that change
0: happened um
1: no i mean i think it creates less and then there's like there is always the problem of if you went into like a 90 degree ob Mm. where do you take your meter from is that one from this side one from that now you're from where the disc went out of balance in any direction you can choose that makes sense um I saw that the uh, discs that wedge in the basket are legal again, which mm-hmm. means uh, the, the rule changes that nobody has to see the disc. Um, and so, yeah, if you're using a super soft putter and, and it wedges in the side of the basket, good for you. It counts. Um, I don't love that rule change personally. Um, the, for the same reason that I don't love if the disc is landing on the top of the basket, that it's not in the basket. I feel like there's in the basket and then there's in the side of the basket door on top of it. And I feel like if you count one of those, you should probably count both. Um, I don't think you should count either, but that's just how I feel about it. I don't know. Um, anyway, nah. uh, Dixon, Dixon pointed out one about a misplay, but the other one that's gotten a whole lot of um, flack, flack or feedback is uh, that you have to be a current member of the PDGA to play in B tier tournaments or higher. Um, and I, honestly, I'm fine with this personally. Um, and Dixon puts it exactly like, I think I would say it. He said, some, want, some are worried that this will inhibit new player growth. I don't share that concern. C tiers are for the true newbies. That's what, that's what I think too. Mm, it makes you, sense. If you are a real new player, play C tiers, play yeah. one round C tiers, play mm-hmm. local leagues. That's, that's what those are there for. Um, it's, there's there's kind of an idea of like an entitled player base that says, Hey, I don't want to be current and I don't want to pay my dues, but I would like to play at the highest level. That doesn't that doesn't fly in other sports. That doesn't make it, sense. I don't think I don't think it should fly here. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah, that's why I'm I'm fine with this change. But yeah, don't done bother me even a little bit. And same thing if you can't accept cash if you are uh if you're not a PDJ member either
2: It's to track money, which I can, I can grasp as a entity and get as where it's, it's important for understanding where the money does go and having yeah, everything has got to be on things. the up and up yeah for sure.
1: So anyway, yeah, quite a few rule changes. Um, none of them groundbreaking or yeah. anything, but I mean, some that I think are changes. Like I don't, I don't mind the membership change. I think, I think that,
2: but here's here's think about it from our side of where we've been members for a long time. It's been something that makes sense for us. It's not a big deal to to the local dude who plays every tournament who hasn't had a membership on time, pays the extra, doesn't care. Yeah. You know, it matters to him, to to him or her or they more. It's it's just to to the to the standpoint where it's like understand that we need to have a better change. We need to be more professional about our tournaments. It's not just this random unsanctioned thing. It's like there is insurance that is taken out of, there is dues that are paid. There are Mm -hmm. proper channels that everything has to be followed through. And I would imagine that having non current members makes that job a lot more difficult and right. I think that that's another part of this of why it makes sense for us and tournament directors. But for those, they just need to, they need to wake up and and uh, be adults and move forward. Is kind that, of what it's just, too.
1: That's part of it. Like you want to play, then you got to pay. That's just how yep. it goes.
2: Easy, easy mode.
1: That's that's the majority of the rule changes that I, that Dixon thought yeah. were impactful. And I, I agree with that as well.
2: I looked, I, I browsed through it. There's not much else that really has much going on. Yeah, I think there's, it's all just clarification. That's yeah. the hardest part when making rules, is because uh, verbiage is incredibly important. So, mm-hmm.
0: you know, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I think that's really all the time we have left. Uh, I apologize for all the audio issues with the uh, speak pipe, but we'll try to get it figured out. And then I'll try to get that other new software figured out as well so we can get that rocking and rolling. But, uh,
2: bumping tomorrow or next Monday.
0: Yeah, what's next Monday?
2: When we're doing this again.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought you said it's going to be bumping next weekend. So, anyway. No, yeah, um, it's going to be bumping next Monday. Yes, we're it look is. So
2: sick on that new screen.
0: So, you guys make sure you keep sending those questions in, uh, send those Speedpipe pipe questions in, and uh, we'll see if we can get some answers for you. And then we'll have. Uh, Eric Oakley report on a couple new discs that he's trying out as well. And I'm sure as we get closer and closer to 2022, we're going to see even more sponsorship changes when it comes to players. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you and we'll see you on the next one.
2: Let's go. Let's do it.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Disc Golf Ranch, Man. I am Bobby. <laughs> That's all screwed up. <laughs> you forget. you it's forget like, what the show is uh, called? Uh, let's start again. Here we go. Roll it back. Yeah.
2: Send it. I'll hey send everybody, it welcome.
0: To, can I maybe do it, Eric? Maybe.
2: <laughs> I send it back.
0: Uh, here we
2: go. <laughs>